Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is going on, everybody? You know them vibes, man. J Street vibes in the building. Kenny Careway. Jason Jones, we back again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jason, what's going on, man? How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, you know, just this new world of everyone has to get on Zoom to do their interviews and they you you can see them but they can't see you maybe they didn't like all of our cool little backgrounds i don't know i thought <laughs> yeah, my background was kind of hating cool. on that one yeah, was yeah so now that it's and it's weird because you're talking to them and they they can't see you and it's like hey nice to see you and i think bogey's like yeah i can't see you but yeah nice thanks <laughs> you know and i feel for guys who maybe the players aren't sure exactly who they are it's like hey nice to hear from you it's like who the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just you're making the best out of it yeah yeah I w- well jason on a personal level um sacramento was just on fire this weekend and i'm moving you know i'm i'm blessed you know i'm not complaining at all i'm blessed moving into you know a new home that's that's a blessing but um we got to get the home ready right like the, the home is actually fine like if we wanted to move in today it'd be perfect but you know Happy wife, happy life. She wants everything to feel like brand new. So she's like, let's just paint the whole house. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, yeah, let's just paint the whole house. I want hardwood floors, rip all this stuff out. So there's like a bunch of construction I got to do at that place. Um, Because we're painting, they say, don't have the air conditioner on, have the windows open. Jason, it was like 102 degrees in Sacramento over the weekend. And uh, yeah, I'm painting and I'm still painting and I'm hot. I'm aching, you know what I'm saying? I need to get in LeBron's uh, hyperbaric chamber. Ain't that what he, he gets into, the freeze thing, whatever it is. I need to get Antonio Brown's, you know, freeze, whatever it is, the little chamber that they got, because my body's aching right now, man. As it's, I it's tell aching. people, as I now tell my friends, whenever something goes on in life, no matter how major or minor, thoughts and prayers to you in that situation. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I have no... Thoughts and prayers have become one of my just, you know, since for so long, every time something tragic happened, it was thoughts and prayers. And I'm like, that should be like kind of a more of a minor thing to say. Like, you know, hey, I see stubbed your toe, man. Thoughts and prayers. So I give (laughs) thoughts and prayers to everything now. I'm just like, oh, man, your team lost thoughts and prayers. Oh, man. Oh, man, your girls, you know, your girl cheated thoughts and prayers. Oh, your homie snitch. Oh, we'll get to the snitching later, but thoughts and prayers for that. Oh, what you your 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 homegirls in an entanglement? Thoughts and prayers, bro. I'm sorry. No, yeah, you you need double thoughts and double <laughs> prayers if your woman gonna tell you she just needed to feel good again. It felt good to help. The, it felt good to heal someone. I'm like, first off, couldn't I? I couldn't get no healing. I mean, I got you. Got to tell me about the healing you were giving out. Yeah, ooh, that was that was a whole word. I've tried to stay away from this whole thing, you know what I'm saying? Just because, you, know, you know, in some ways it's their marriage. Hey, that, some things should be sacred. and But at the same time, they put their life on front street. So, you know, they put it out there for people to consume. But uh, I have to say this. So Jada is just a cold piece of work on both fronts because, number one, she's up there, like you just said. Yeah, you know, felt good to make somebody else feel good and all this other stuff right there in front of Will. It's like, okay, that's great. But then how about how, how about this? August, just a couple of weeks ago, was like, you know, I met my soulmate. I was so in love and I can die in peace because I love somebody the way that I love Jada. And it's just so amazing. And then two weeks later, she laughing up here calling you an entanglement, bro. And laughing with her <laughs> husband. 
<laughs> I, I mean, damn, Jada is a cold piece of work. My man was in love for life. And she's like, it's an entanglement. It's a tall She was. put that thing on him. I mean, whatever, <laughs> you know, she put that Badu, that, that thing, that, that boy. She, ain't hey, she's in be that right. class now. She's in that class. She's in that Badu class now. That's what it, that's what yeah, it seems yeah. like. Yeah, like that boy over there, he came, he's like, I, he said, I can die. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Ooh. I don't want none of that. No. <laughs> he's like, I can die. And I know that I've been, you know, she's like, yeah, I was, you know, had some marital issues and he was there. Came over here with my son and hey, what the hell? Damn. Yeah. And, then ba- and then back to dapping up the husband. You know, years later, like nothing and happened. Then, and guess what? Will and Jade are still paid. It's still paid. Still paid. They probably made a nice little penny off that red red oh, table on oh, Friday. Oh, for sure. And the thing is, too, a lot of folks out here, they in entanglement right now, and they don't want to admit it. Come on, man. I can, I've been entangled before. Right? No, I can say back, in the, <laughs> back, you know, when I had like a six-week run of being unwholesome. Yeah, I, I might have been, been quasi-entangled at some point. But, you know, I'm free now. Kind of, you know, I'm free now to talk about the Kings and basketball. And, yeah. you know, and, you know, I don't know if you call it being in Florida during the COVID spike and entanglement, but they're in the bubble. So I guess they're they doing all right. They seem like they're cool with the bubble. Yeah, I mean yacht club is looking nice, you know what I'm saying? The whole uh the whole well I should I can't even say that. I was about to say the whole gang is together in Orlando, but that's far from the case, Jason. Nope. The whole gang is not in Orlando. Although we got two of them back mm-hmm. on Sunday, right? So Buddy and um yeah. Jabari joined the team, huh? Yeah, so they got a, they get that got down there Sunday night, you know, now between they got going down there, they got a test negative twice, they got a quarantine. And then, you know, they'll be cleared to return to practice. And then you can kind of kind of get them caught up, you know, kind of get them ready to play at some point. There's two other people still not there. One is Alex Lynn. Another is an unnamed member of the traveling party, which could be a player, which could be a coach, which could be whoever they you know put in there. So like the third member of the NWO. Yeah. You know, we're just, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, are we going to find out when they like if they live stream the scrimmage and we got to figure out, well, who's not on the bench? Oh, why is that guy starting? Oh man! And- <laughs> so look, so that's what I—that's what I thought. So I guess I guess nobody has an answer to this because when um, Luke said earlier in the week, like we had to leave behind uh, three guys or four, four guys or something like that, and he, um, you know, he didn't say the names. I thought like, okay, well, let's just figure out like, are there any players missing? You know what I'm saying? I thought it was that simple. But you said, I mean, we really have no idea who is there. Like, unless they show themselves, you know what I'm saying? Or Like, we can't see practice. We can't see the whole team, like, in one setting. So we don't know, like, if somebody's missing. It wouldn't be easy to decipher in that respect, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, in some of the pictures that are released, like, you know, you know we're getting a whole lot of De'Aaron. <laughs> so we know he's see, there. De'Aaron's in Orlando. Marvin Bagley's in Orlando using his right hand. I, I saw the, the Kings were slick making that Instagram uh, post with him <laughs> making a right-hand layup. <laughs> they thought like, they were slick. Take that, haters. He does have a right hand. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, just in terms of media, besides Luke, we, you know – we know that uh you no know, Marvin, De'Aaron, Bogey, Rashawn, Corey Joseph, and Harry Giles are all there. So we know What's and that, then six, seven? Yeah, and then I think today someone mentioned that Daquan Jeffries, Justin James, and Kyle Guy had all looked good in practice and they were so much better than they were from the beginning of the year. So you got nine players. 
I on the low, I I like the Quan Jeffries. I'm, I kind of want to see that dude. Hey, depending on how this thing goes, he might end up playing some. We don't know what's going to happen. That's one of the things Luke talked about talked about Sunday, just about the fact that you don't know when guys will get cleared, if they'll get cleared. Then when they get cleared, will they be ready to play? How long will it take? So we don't mm. really know what can happen. And then there's the other option too. You know, if a guy doesn't get cleared, do you have to? You know, do you got to kind of scour and see can I get someone to fill that spot? If mm-hmm. a guy is ruled out medically at some point, because one thing we do know about this virus is that there isn't a guarantee that in 14 days a guy will test negative. Right. You know, because That's Alex crazy. Lynn tested positive when he got back to Sacramento. He still hasn't left, but Buddy's there now. Right. So, That's yeah, this is, this, is, yeah this, is, this is a wild thing. That's one thing Luke was saying. It's going to be it's going to be part of the adjustment really is how do I deal with. You know, hey, I found out this guy can't be here yet, or this guy's not going to be able to play. I mean, you have injuries, but you know, injuries happen. But this is a, this is a different situation because a guy could look fine, and you're just waiting for him to his, his test. And I think Luke pointed out today too; they're testing 22 teams, and those 22 teams each bought 35 people, or around about 35. It's a lot of tests. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of a lot of tests. I'm not even a math major, and that's a lot of tests. Mm-hmm. They're testing every day. Yeah. So, I mean, got those guys there. You guys spoke to De'Aaron, what was that, Friday or Saturday? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Friday. No, oh, no, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. It was Saturday, yeah. So, you, um, you know, got a little rift in about the haircut, him looking like a little kid. He does look like a, a teenager. He looks like he's right? a, he looks like he's in high school. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. I mean, it's he amazing does. what the hair did. I was like, man, you, I can't get over you looking like you're nine years old. <laughs> he, he, he does look like a young kid. And you know what? The odd thing about this is, so typically, I'm not here to hate on anybody. Obviously, you guys have seen me. Like, I'm the last person to hate on hair, right? Like, <laughs> right so but i'm not you know anybody's hairstyle do what you do but i'm just the type of type of guy that i am i always like you know the coast the close cut you know nice little lineup like he has right now right so when the, the you know the young boys the style right now is to have it wild and use your sponge and all this other stuff twist it cool do what you do but i'm just you know i like the clean cut but i will say this about De'Aaron fox i felt like his hair was his signature, right? Like I thought that was, it was more than just, like it was, it was the air fire. It was an identifier, his hair. And when he cut it, I was just like, dang, he cut his hair. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping he kept it. Cause that was, I mean, you already saw it, like whether it was a, a Nike commercial or, a, uh, you know, when people matched him up with the anime stuff, you know, his hair was always in there. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. For branding purposes, I thought that was a, you know, like James Harden's beard, right? Like he's not cutting that beard any anytime soon. I thought that was what Fox hair was, but you know, he still looks clean. As someone who used to have very long hair, that's all fun and dandy. You got to wash it and blow dry it and all that, and yeah. So I how, I long, how much hair did you have, Jason? I look like a member of Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> what? I look like what? I look I look like Wishbone. <laughs> when was this? Um, mid late nineties. I mean, I, I wore a it was, so you were high school yeah, wore, or high school in the first I think I want to say two and a half, three years of college. Oh man, so you was out I there wore I the wore East Siders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore a press and curl to the prom. <laughs> My hairstyle was inspired by DJ Quick and Drew Down. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, was yeah. They yeah, was killing. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a reminder to everyone at, at Long Beach Poly that I was from the East Side. You know, I was in the Magnet program. They was like, oh, you know, but it was like, no, he really from this neighborhood. You know, this this dude really came. You know, that's why they have a date to the prom actually. Because that boy, that boy because Jason I, came to the prom looking like the Mac of the year. Oh, I was I was fly. I was fresh. You know, I went to the shop. Went to the shop that day. I, you know, and I understood why women never leave the shop. I was like, man, this whole misogynist scalp washing that, that shit was amazing. <laughs> I was like, wow. I even knew to wear like the button up shirts. So I had to pull a shirt over my hair that night. You know, when I got Bro. home. Come on, man. Throw Throwback Thursday needs to happen, bro. Come on now. Come on, Throwback Thursday. We need to. We need to have it. We need to have it. I probably need to go back to Long Beach and find my prom picture. I don't know where that picture's at, you know. But yeah, it was it. I was it was smooth. I mean, stuff was it was you know yeah. Like I said, I was inspired by Drew Down and DJ Quick. I'm like, I'm gonna do that. And then oh I I knew it would cost me having a date, but I didn't care. That oh boy, Jason was like, tonight's the night. You know how dumb I was. At the, I was 16. I was 17. I, a girl told me, I'll be your date if you cut your hair. And I told her, I don't care if you ain't got no hair. I think you cute still. <laughs> of course, she told me no. And then I, here's the crazy I part about it. I definitely wouldn't be cutting my hair for, for no doubt. No. Yeah, no. And here's the crazy part about it. Because we uh, the next day, we all go do the whole Magic Mountain thing. So I had to get home whenever I got home. Put the, I had to put the pink rollers in my hair. <laughs> And sleep on my hands so I wouldn't mess it up. But then when I took the rollers out, let the hair fall, brush it to the side, put a hat on. I had the curls on the side. I was looking like I was spraying yeah, me. Yeah, I, yeah. That, yeah that's, that's a good look right there. I could tell you that right now. That's the, yeah, I see you. I see you. So you had to sleep like uh, Regina King and Friday. Yeah, that, that, that was me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. No one in 2020 believes I ever did that. But yeah, I had the MC8 braids. I had all that. Oh yeah, man. I'm just I'm 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 staying glued to uh Instagram for the throwback Thursday. Matter of fact, I might even put alerts on, on your account, man, just so I, I know when, when you're posting. So, See, I got my so high school football with the braids picture here. I don't know if I got the prom picture here. Mom's might have a prom picture. <laughs> I don't know how we oh, got on that. Yeah, De'Aaron cutting his hair and me understanding the struggle of I used to, I used to press my hair in college too. Yeah. I'm yeah, this is I got my hair pressed before. I used to have I used to have cornrows like during the Iverson years, right? And I got, I mean, I was terrified. Like my uh, ex-girlfriend's sister, she uh, pressed it out for me so I'd have more length or whatever. And I just knew I was going to get burnt. I just knew it, man. And oh, I, man, luckily, man. I you, didn't. You, but... you got to take that at least one burn to the ear at least once. You got to, you know, <laughs> that's why I think my girl, like, she know, I empathize with her because I've had that, I've had that, ooh, yeah, I've had that. I'm yeah, like, I know what that's yeah. like, you know. You know but... that feeling. Yeah, I know that feeling, but I also know that feeling when that hair length. Yeah, let me stop, man. I was looking like a straight. I was looking like a, I straight should have been on the East Siders cover of the album. They should have had me up there too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you know. Oh man, but yeah, man. Shout out to De'Aaron, you know, with the new Caesar. You know, what I'm saying he got the low cut Caesar, he got the waves for the bass. So shout out to him. But also, Jason, um, I wanted to talk uh, on on this episode of the J Street Vibes about one of the articles that you did about Luke Walton and what he did with his team this year. And the article that you wrote seems to go in complete contrast of what a lot of people are saying for whatever reason, right? Like I'm on your side. I I see it the way you see it because I was listening and reading something. I think Sam Vicente, I think that's who did, who did like the uh, outlook of the young core of the Kings or whatever. It was actually like really detailed. 
I didn't agree with everything, but it was, I thought it was fair. You know, he showed some love to Marvin Bagley and his potential and things of that nature. I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty fair article or whatever. But anyway, he, he got on a, um, another show or a podcast talking about his article and he talked about the team and he was like, yeah, for assessing the team, I mean, we can't ignore the fact that Luke Walton has been pretty horrible this season. And I, I said, excuse Excuse me. And the, every time somebody says that, they always go back to the same tired ass reasoning, in my opinion, of, well, you know, he took this team that was just running up the court and um, at an all time pace and he told them to walk the ball up the floor. So he's an idiot just for that alone. He didn't say idiot, but that's how they try to say it. Right. First of all, Jason, you can confirm this. I, I mean, Luke and the coaching staff was as baffled as anybody that they weren't running because he's like, we don't tell them not to run. Like, we don't know why they're walking up the floor. They were never told that. They were never told that. <laughs> right. You know and I, mean? I actually asked De'Aaron with him. I said, did he tell you not to run? He said, he never told us that. Yeah, the players say it too. The players are like, no, they didn't tell us not to run. Like, we just haven't figured it out. You know, what I'm And part of that, when we talked about it on the other show... <laughs> We talked about how part of the reasoning of that was because they have to take the ball out the net every time. And it's so yeah. easy for people to be like, oh, we'll just take it out the net and run. Well, like if you're going to score it on every time, like you're not after a while, you're not going to be like, all right, let's just run anyway. You're going to kind of get pissed off or you're going to need to call a timeout because the team's on a 9-0 run. Like you can't just say take it out the net and run when you're down by 15 every time. Like it don't work that way. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get the whole Luke thing, man. I don't. Well, get- I mean, I, I, I just think people, I mean, the team had been so damn bad for so long. They saw those 39 wins and was like, oh, my God, Dave Yeager is Phil Jackson. You know, Dave Yeager is Popovich. You know, we can't lose him. And the thing is, I, you know, I mean, people saw how Dave was in some of his in his interviews. You know, the first two years, he was a straight, uh, I could say he was a dick. <laughs> exactly what he was to me and other members of the media. He warmed up year three because, well, there, there, there was obviously a self-interest in that. Because, mm-hmm. hell, he was trying to keep, you trying to get paid. Right. But... The thing, you know, but you look at the whole picture. The, the way that team played the last 25, ga- 30 games or so, that was a team that didn't believe in its coach and it quit. Mm. Let's be honest and say what it mm. was. They they got from 30 to 26. They got to 30 and 26 and won 39 games all season. They mm. blew a 25-point lead, lead twice. Oof. In the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. I mean, this was the only team who couldn't figure out which way D'Angelo Russell wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> and the coach did not call a damn timeout to do any just let it happen and, and couldn't figure out why Jared Dudley was in the game even though he did the same thing for the entire fourth quarter set a high screen and roll <laughs> I'm sitting in the press roll going oh guess what Jared Dudley about to set a screen does anyone <laughs> and, and see it pop. coming does anyone <laughs> see it, it coming oh my god what's Jared Dudley gonna do this time I, I I'll be damned. He's going to set a screen and D'Angelo's going to go left, I bet. Watch. <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> it was, I just think people are so wrapped up in the whole 39 wins, you know, the pace, whatever, blah, 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 you know. Yeah, the pace was fun, but I always say, you know what, how much fun is losing? How much fun is 9-16 and 16 after the break? Mm, yeah. Stop obsessing over the, I mean, the hell, you got your 39 wins, you were still 8 or 9 games out the playoffs. You weren't close. 
Right. And I know I wrote it and people got mad. I said, if LeBron doesn't miss a bunch of games, if Jimmy Butler doesn't destroy Minnesota, <laughs> you know, that was the King, the Kings are actually even even though they were ninth in terms of wins and record, they were closer to twelve than they were to eight. Mm. So mm. I think there was a very there was a misconception about how good that team actually was, and I think it, you know you and the other thing is this too: De'Aaron Fox missed seventeen games. Yeah, and at this point, you play sixty some odd games. That's almost a third of the season he missed. And you can't ask Corey Joseph to run like De'Aaron Fox. No. That's not unless you want way. unless you want to do what you did, which was break down Corey Joseph and have him limping around. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> you're asking Corey Joseph to, to play like De'Aaron Fox, which he's not, and also defend Luca, also defend James Harden. Because guess what? You didn't have enough wings. <laughs> so I mean, there was a there was a lot of there were a lot of things wrong with the team. Besides just Luke. I mean, you know, you didn't have, you know, you change coaching staffs, then you go to India. And basically, it's a wasted week of training camp, in w- which they really needed. So I just think, you know, I'm I'm always, you know, give people the chance to criticize someone. I just thought the stuff against Luke was really unfair. I mean, yeah. to, make the, to make it seem like he took over, you know, he took over a team that had, you know, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. No, it's like he had De'Aaron in his third year. And Marvin Bagley, who broke his thumb, game one. Right. And then, then yeah, and then you had to put Buddy in a position to be something that he's not, which is like a primary guy. Oh, yeah, tried to ask him to be Kobe Bryant out there. That was, yeah, and, and he was <laughs> willing to try to. Oh, was yeah, he's going to try it. He's going to try it. He's going to try yeah. it. That's for you sure. You know, but you had to move, you know, you had to do things that you didn't want to do. So, you know, I'm not, you know, you know, everyone knows I'm from L.A. Luke's my guy, whatever, whatever. We were in college at the same time. So, you know, I remember watching him, you know, no, back then the Pac-10 tournament destroy Cal, you know, posting up, you know. But the thing is, is just I just think a lot of the Christian Luke was really unfair. People acted like this team was so talented that it could withstand losing two starters by early November and be OK. Right. And that, and that's my that's my thing with Luke. Like I said, I'm not here to say I think he, I think he's a, a a good coach. I don't think he's a great coach, but I'm not even here to say that that's where he's at right now. I'm not making an argument that he's that this this great coach. I'm just saying, like you said, um, the the criticism is just completely unfair. And then especially, like I said, everybody's main criticism is always they were running last year and they stopped running this year. <laughs> like we mentioned once again on the other show, once like we mentioned. Luke never said not to run. The players said Luke never told us not to run. It was just like this mental block that they couldn't get around and they weren't playing defense. That was the biggest thing. But, you know, I I, I say all that also to say a lot of people are like, if they can get back to um, just running like they were last year during this Orlando thing, that's going to be the move to make. And yes, like, I think that's that that's a good thing for them. Like, I don't think that's the only thing, but yeah, that's cool. But that's not number one to me. Number one to me is I feel when they went on that stretch where they won 13 out of 20 games, their defense was very good, very good. Especially when you put in like what Alex Lynn was bringing, Harry Giles was starting to get it on the defensive end. Clint Bazemore was hassling on the wing. Darren was getting in his bag. Their defense was a notch up, right? And I'll never forget, there was a game, the game against Memphis, at Memphis, 
um, where they almost threw the game away, like in the last 30 seconds or whatever. But before that, I just remember, these are the things that I think about, Jason, when, you know, you, you be a student at a game and you're a coach and all this other stuff. That was a physical, intense environment. The Grizzlies brought it physically, defensively in that fourth quarter. And to run your offense, to run your stuff in that fourth quarter, you had to be tough, right? You had to be strong with the rock. You had to make your cuts, set your screens, rip through hard, all this other stuff. And the Kings did it time and time again in the fourth quarter. And that was, to me, the epitome of any kind of growing pains that this team was going through earlier in the season, trying to get adjusted to Luke's system and all this other stuff. It was to get to that point that night. And they need to get back to that point defensively and being being tough offensively coming into this bubble. That's more important to me than just running up and down crazy. And the thing was, too, was even offensively, they were getting more into their bag when play shut down. They were they were going to play faster. They were, they were going to get to all that. But you had to get – they were working toward it in play stop. So – Mm-hmm. Maybe they can do it when, you know, my thing is when this thing starts up again, they ain't going to have time to be experimenting. So I know Luke is Hell using no. this time right now as a, as a training camp, essentially like I can, I can, we can drill things home because they don't play a game till the 31st. Right. So you can just drill, <laughs> drill, drill. And then hopefully if you're the Kings, you have everyone back. You got all your shooters, you know, and everything's good to go and everyone's wind is up and you can just try to make something happen. Man, I just realized you said the 31st, and I mean, we all knew that, but it's still like two and a half weeks away, right? Like three weeks away, is it? That's crazy. Yeah, it's like, like damn near three weeks away. It's it's like it's crazy that because normally right now it's about free agency. They're gonna be they're not they're gonna be playing until mid August at least. Woof! That's a that's a that's a hell of a flip, man. This is 2020 crazy, man. Like everybody been saying, but it's true. It's really crazy. We we we, we can now slander Mo Bamba. <laughs> Tell the people who don't already know what your man's Mo Bamba. Not my man. Not my man. I'm from, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Southern California. That man from New York. I told my man Tony Jones. Is this your man's here? Is this your man? <laughs> You know, these your people? It's like, it's like it's how y'all do it in New York? Okay, let me just give y'all a brief synopsis. Bomba 6ix9ine. <laughs> exactly, yeah. A young lady who was uh, on the, uh, the, the, app, the app Twitter tweeted something to the effect of she had already been invited to the bubble. Like, oh, this thing is going to be horrible. Yeah. You know, it's, and you know what? It's no big deal. People are like, whatever, you know. And then Harlem's own Mo Bamba. <laughs> wow. Throughout his whole uh, background origin. Wow. They, they got to claim this. University of Texas's Orlando Magic Center. Make sure Jim Jones and TJ Ford aren't listening to J Street vibes right now. They might be coming <laughs> after you. You know, Mace, all of them. They got to claim this dude. <laughs> he quote tweets this and then says, man, at spite of Mitchell, uh, Mitchell is wilding already. Come on, man. Wow. I mean, D'Angelo Russell can't believe he did this. <laughs> I mean, Takashi back home going, man, why he put him on blast like that? Bro, the, the, uh, a former play-by-play announcer for the Kings is like, what's up with that drive-by? That was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm from, we call that ho shit. <laughs> Number one, if y'all don't understand, let me break down why this is problematic. Number one, you don't speak on what another man is doing, period. It's not your business. It's not your business. business. Now, number two, do you even know Donovan like that? 
Mm. Even even if you was joking, even if you were joking, you ain't joking like that. You don't know nah, what that bro. man got at home. You know, you know nah, bro. that you know you know mess up the man's house. You know, and people I know people will tell me right now. No, but he, he shouldn't be doing it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not here to, to be the moral police right now. The fact is, it was none of your <laughs> business to out this man like that. Yeah, man. Because even if you were joking and this man got a woman at home, this man got to now sit on FaceTime all night <laughs> and explain that can't nobody get into the bubble anyway. Yeah, he can't even go to the player's lounge now. He got to be you on know, FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, he got to sit in there and explain... Well, if you wasn't doing nothing, why he put you out there like that? You know, you know why you? Why would he say that? Why would he single you out? See, oh, yeah. he didn't mess up this man's old. This is uncalled for. This is unbelievable. This is this is this unbelievable level of holiness that I cannot endorse. <laughs> I mean, Mo Bamba got to play ping pong by himself now. Got like, to. Got you can't. To, you can't who, talk who around this with dude. Him? Who hanging no, out with Mo Bamba? You now? can't talk. You know, he's socially distanced for real now. <laughs> Ain't no, you can't, you can't, you can't sit six feet away from him near the pool. You know, he might be trying to look over at your phone and then, you know, go to the, go to the gram and be like, oh man, sneaking pictures of people. We don't know what this man will do at this point. Uh, this is Mo Bamba showing why one of his strengths was shot blocking Mm -hmm. coming into the league. He's showing it. This behavior reeks of a man with no, with no game at all. Mm. Mm. No, I don't mean on court game. Yeah, we talking about in uh, at Two Nail Twenty One. You know what I'm saying? What's the new Two Nail Twenty One makes me sound real dated because that hadn't been popping in at least a decade. What's yeah. popping right now, man? I don't know. They really, they really ain't got no black clubs in Sacramento. To be honest with you, yeah, I like really, District Thirty. I, I go to the Bay if I want to do that, or I go out of town. But well, man, Jeffries ain't even popping. Well, Jeffries is. I don't even know if you'd want. Man, to honestly, at this age, I just go to the homie's house. You know, that's it, man. That's you know, it. The club ain't really where it's at no more, man. You, know, you, can't, you really can't do that right now in this age of of COVID. But you know, ideally, you go back. You know, sip on something. You know, smoke on something. You know, my I got, I got a lot of friends who were in the cigars. I've been banned from smoking cigars because I've been told that my technique was uh, was, was was wrong. Whoa. Hold on, hold on. Come on, man. This part, twenty second time out. You got to break this down. You oh, mean, I was. Let I me mean, let me explain that. I was told I smoke a cigar like I smoke a, like 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 it's a blunt. And you don't do that, and I didn't know. I didn't know, bro. Put the joint in between, not literally the joint, but put the joint in between your two fingers, man. You can't have all four fingers on the on the cigar, man. Come on, I man. don't know, man. I I ain't grow up like growing up the, the the front two fingers on the cigar with the thumb underneath. I did. <laughs> And the only person I saw smoking a cigar growing up was Michael Jordan and Suge Knight. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> now, this is also coming from a man who I've never smoked a cigar, but I know not to do that. I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> they was like, whoa, whoa, be easy. I was like, what? <laughs> they was like, you ain't supposed to inhale. I said, so I, what's the purpose of it? I don't understand. It's the look, like, it's the vibes. Um, it's I don't the need vibes. that. I, I don't need that vibe. I, I I need. I don't need that. I need something that's gonna. You know, I'm not gonna say what I need, but I don't need that. <laughs> you know, I'm you no. Know, I'm gonna pretend like my kids listen to this, but <laughs> no, I don't need no. Yeah, it was confusing. But back to the original point, Mo Bamba need to do better. He he need to really look in the mirror and ask himself, why would I put another man's business? out there like that and think that was okay like at no point what, what does herm edwards say 
Don't do press not, send. Do, do, delete. Like, wait, at what point was that cool? I just don't get in. I was joking when I said who's going to be the first snitch of the, of the bubble. I thought they would hit the little 800 snitch line. Man, you know? he just went, he went straight, to, <laughs> straight to the Twitter. He was straight like, to the Twitter. Uh, new Twitter fingers. He was like, hey, y'all, look, look what Donovan is doing. <laughs> Donovan got work coming through, man. Yeah, that dude. He, yeah, he that, really, and I don't, I don't mean to keep, I, don't, I ain't trying to dance on nobody's grave, but that was, man, that was, that was, that was King's X play by play announcer esque right there. That, Cause it wasn't just saying it. He had the at in there, bro. He, he added him. <laughs> he had the at. He's like, just in case y'all don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this dude right here, over oh, here. Man. And I'm like, why? Like I said, even the girl didn't mention a player. He's like, just in case y'all wondering. <laughs> it was. It was him, and the whole thing is, what if he was wrong? Either way, he didn't. Either way, he didn't. He didn't mess up Donovan's weekend, you know. Donovan, Donovan ain't been able to hang with the homies or nothing all weekend. I mean, the homies ain't. No, the homies ain't mad at Donovan. Mo no, they're not. I'm eat. just saying he. No, he can't because he's on Facetime the whole time. Oh yeah, you're right. He can't yeah, hang yeah. with him. He got to explain. Look, baby, there's no one in the room. Can't no one be in my room? He's got to explain <laughs> that. She's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I just gotta, don't understand. You gotta open up the closets on FaceTime. Like, look, look, man, here's the closet. Like I'm showing you. Here's the He can't uh, even go to he can't even go to bed with the phone off. He gotta put the phone on FaceTime <laughs> and prop it up and just sleep because she's like, uh-uh. Ain't no ain't you ain't sneaking nothing in the room. I would hang up. No. It's like, babe, I can't bring anyone in here. I don't oh, care. Man. I'm not yeah, it's all man, Mo Bamba. I don't know if I don't know what, what label I can give him, but yeah, this is this 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 is this is all bad. He, he he does that, and, you know, while some people, according to Mo Bamba, you know, I, I'm not condoning what he said. I'm, I'm not, I don't know what these people are doing, but Mo Bamba said they out here trying to sneak sneak their women, sneak their side pieces. Well, I ain't even going to call them side pieces because these guys might be single. It may just be a friend of theirs. Anyway, trying to sneak them into the bubble. Other people aren't thinking about women to sneak in the bubble, Jason. And what are they going to do? They what are they going to do? They, what what are they gonna do to get that in there, though, man? Well, d- look. First of all, first of all, don't go Mo Bamba on this. First of all, second of all, <laughs> second of all, this is all hypothetical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know any player in the NBA to ever partake in the marijuana personally. It's, and I'm gonna stand, my business. I'm, I'm gonna stand by that. But you know, you are quarantined for quite a while. We know the NBA is not testing for it, and you got a lot of downtime, mm. like. Kings have Monday's an off day for the Kings. What are you going to do all day? You might you you might have a little muscle soreness. You might have your joints might bother you. You might mm. need some THC in your life. Mm. My thing is, did you pack your stuff? Did you put it on? I mean, you're flying if you're on the charter. Did you pack it? If not, how do you get it in? It's some. I mean, these are serious things that must be thought about during the bubble. I mean, Jason, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. I'm not putting Adam Silver out there nowhere. I, I guess maybe indirectly I am, but I'm not trying to. There's got to be a backdoor for just that. It's got to be. There's got to be some D. There's got to be somebody who's the designated mule. You know. It's gotta you know. There's got to. There's got to be some code for, for you know a, a special Postmates. Like if I order from there and they know this room <laughs> number, they know to put the package. You know. There's got to be something. I. I. You know. I just can't see how they gonna go. Somebody just drops a Dale Taco bag like on this corner and you know, I, I don't know. 
But there's got to be a back door. I don't know if they can get me. I don't know what they're going to do, you know. I don't know if maybe they they go the edible route. I don't know what they do. But still, that's a, you know, there's a reason why the league ain't testing because they know guys want to partake. And I feel like, at the very least, if you're going to have people trapped in a bubble for a minimum, what, a minimum of like six weeks or so, six, eight weeks, the least you could let them do is relax. You know, I saw Myers Leonard on uh, with the Twitter doing the thing with the <laughs> yeah. Coors Light. I'm like, Come it's on, a man. damn shame a man with millions of dollars is drinking Coors Light. First off, <laughs> that's some college shit right there. I'm like, really? What's your What's your beer choice? I'm a Stella guy. See, I don't even really drink. I don't drink beer, so I don't really know like that. I guess I I guess I kind of like Dos Equis, I guess. But I, I'm not really a beer. I mean, then if it's free, I mean, if it's free, I, you know, I'll work with anything, you know. But I'm like, man, my man's drinking Coors Light. Like, really? Is that like Damn. a re- Like, does anyone like outside of at a sporting event, like actually going like, hey, I want some Coors Light. <laughs> let me get this. Let me get this with a 24 pack, 12 pack of Coors Light. My man Stop is it. shotgunning beer like it's college up on, you know, and I think what I think was it Jordan Clarkson said he somebody that they answered the challenge. Like they go. I'm like, we're going to get a lot of. We gonna get a lot of content, hell, bro. But yeah, they ain't. Yeah, this is like this is like being on punishment, but not really. But I am glad about one thing before we go. Uh, I think Jay Williams spoke on it. I heard people say about yeah, it. I think even yeah, Luke yeah, Walton, yeah, yeah. even Luke Walton talked about it. They told their the Kings about this. With all that's going on in the world, don't nobody want to hear you complain because oh my God, you have to stay at the Disney Resort. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my, and you can't leave. No one wants to hear that right now. You know, no one wants to hear. Oh damn. This ain't no fun. Like they're bringing you barbers. Some people, some of us ain't got a haircut since March. <laughs> Poor guys. You know, Poor they, guys. They, I mean, I was glad Luke said that. Like, you know what? We here play basketball. If we can't amplify a bigger, bigger message and stop mm-hmm. complaining about dumb. Oh man, look at this room. And it's crazy. Like somebody said they complain about a room that some families save all year to spend to put four people in. Right. Right. And, and you like it by themselves. They like, oh, this some bullshit. Look at this. This ain't this ain't the Ritz Carlton. It's like they gotta stop that, man. They gotta stop that. Like like Jay Wills, like Jay Williams said, you're in a billion dollar bubble. It's not like you're just in some like people have made the analogy to like this is like an AAU tournament or whatever. In an AAU tournament, like like we talked about last week, you might be at the Easy Eight Motel with four of your teammates in the same room. Like that's an AAU tournament. Like they're in a billion dollar bubble. They're getting weighted on um, hand and hand and feet, left and right, you know, as much as humanly possible during this time. Yeah, come on, man. Stop with the stop with the posting and the y'all gotta stop. I, I think that'll calm down. I think people will shame them enough. Like you, you know, you know, there's people out here like dying and <laughs> like in the midst of how Seriously. bad it is in Florida, you guys have been taking over Disney World. Seriously. It's like, you know, it's like you know, I think even I think, you know, former king. And I jokingly say former Kings legend Jack Cooley pointed out, you know, as a guy who was playing overseas this past season, you guys are complaining about your king and, you know, your these your, your king sized beds or whatever. He's like, try what we had to do overseas when we we're like basically pushing two twins together and we got to have a roommate. He said, you know, and we, we ain't going to be with our family for a few weeks. He's like, guys like him, you go overseas, you might leave at the end of the summer and come back in March. Right. Right. So, I mean, you know, I mean, a little perspective might be needed, might be. I mean, I, I understand. I understand. You know, I wouldn't want to leave my fa- I understand all that. But it kind of looks real, real shallow when you're like, oh, damn, I can't, 
you know, this ain't filet mignon. What kind of establishment is this? Like, like I said, I'm not going to go on the deep end. Like some people probably would, you know, in the media yeah. or whatever. Like, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to just tell them like, y'all, y'all got to, y'all got to chill with all that. I'm going to just give y'all the warning shot first, man. Y'all got to chill with all that. You know what I'm saying? Stop that. Stop that. It's not, it's not, it's not the time. Yeah, no, no one wants to hear that, you know, and but also no one wants no one wants to hear Mo Bamba talk about anyone's life again. <laughs> Mo Bamba won't get the chance because, like, like you said, he is he is going to be forced into quarantine at this point. Yeah, yeah and there is someone in, in Orlando who would love to hear from the NBA about his medicinal, you know, qualities. You know, like, hey, <laughs> I got some stuff y'all need. Like I, like I said, I'm just I'm just being honest. You trap me in a room that long. I can't go nowhere. What's gonna happen if I get I get I, you know I you get high and have to go back to your room and go to sleep? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I look. I, I'm not even one that you know. I don't look down on it, but I don't partake in that. But I I know people who do, and they got to do what they got to do. Sometimes you know what I mean, especially in a situation like that. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, let do these, what you got to do. You know, do. like they once said in San Francisco with my main man Fifty Five Tim Lincecum. Let Timmy smoke. All right. That's what they said one time. Put that in the Orlando bubble, man. Let player X smoke. Remember the whole Dion Waiters thing? And they were like, <laughs> he had a bad reaction to a to a a a marijuana gummy. I said, no, he got high. And he got really high and he was on a plane. That's what happened. He had a bad try to, reaction. Try to make it like he had poison ivy or something. Stop. <laughs> like, no, he was high. <laughs> And he probably got too high and realized I'm on a damn plane. Oh my God. That's what I'm like. They, I, I mean, the whole reporting of that was just so funny to me. They were like, he he consumed a a gummy and he was unable to contain. I'm like, he was high. I'm like, did he fight did, did he fight anybody? Did he I said did, I said, what we're gonna guess? Was he paranoid? Was he hungry? Oh yeah, he was high. Let's not act like he went and like, tried to attack the pilot. He was high. And I imagine at some point some very creative player has brought something with them to make sure that at least in his room, he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I said, there's a back door somewhere. You ain't even got to bring the person in the back door. Just leave it out in front of the back door and they'll take care of the rest. But there is a back door of some sort around that bubble. Even if they have to quarantine the bag, they'll, <laughs> <laughs> they'll make sure that there's a back door. They got to quarantine bag, that thing for 36 the, hours they, they quarantine that bag. That bag would never make it to who it was going to. <laughs> They'd be like, hold up, I ordered this much. What is this? <laughs> Hotel staff like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man. There ain't nothing. This is all they sent. <laughs> you got two gummies left, sir. <laughs> on that note, Jason, we'll be back later on this week, man. And, uh, yeah, the Kings will be back practicing. Actually, by the time we get back, they're going to be getting ready for their first scrimmage. So we'll talk about that. We'll see if maybe – these missing players or coaches or ball boys or whoever they are end up uh, end up coming coming to Orlando. We'll see how that plays out. So, all right, man, enjoy yourself. Stay cool out here, man. It's hot as hell. Yeah, stay, stay cool, cool, stay safe. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Thank you.
You know, don't be, you know, don't be walking up on me behind me in the store with no mask on. You know, you might get, you know, coughing, sneezing, you know, stop. You, you know, you might get, you might get slapped in, in 2020. So y'all be, y'all, y'all be good out there. Oh, let me stop for a Say I, I tried to assault someone. I didn't do that. Y'all. I'm just saying hypothetically, not me, but someone else might slap you. So yeah, man, we just looking out for you. That's all. We just looking out, man. Y'all be good, man. We'll see y'all later in the week, man. J Street vibes. You know them vibes, man. We out of here. And we gone.